if I do something with good intentions, does that make it a good thing? We all know the expression, road to hell is paved with good intentions. But we live in a world in which it feels uncomfortable to say that something is objectively right or wrong. But it's important, as we spoke about yesterday, for us to set down the ground rules. What Hashem wants is good, and what Hashem doesn't want is not good. And what He wants and doesn't want from different people are different. First of all, the difference between Jew and non-Jew. Seven Noahide laws, 613 mitzvot. Even within um, Judaism, various mitzvot for men, for women, for kohanim. There's even special halachot for people who work in the Beth Din or a rabbi, for a husband, for a wife, for a child. Each one of us doesn't exactly have this exact same set. We have the basics that we share, but it's very much tailor-made. But ultimately, what's right and wrong is in his call, and it's through his perspective. And Tanya in chapter 8, that we're going to explore today and tomorrow, talks about the idea that something that's wrong, for example, a non-kosher food, no matter how much I try to elevate it, and no matter how much I try to do it with the correct intention, it does not have the potential to be elevated. Only something that is kosher, even if I do it with the wrong intention, I could then elevate it. In other words, somebody will say, you know what, let me go get involved in trash and then elevate it. And yes, we said in chapter 7, if we do the highest level of tshuva, of repentance, we could elevate that. But why would we put ourselves into such a difficult challenge to then have to really repent on the highest level? Practically, day to day, we're supposed to stay away from darkness. We ask Hashem each and every day, don't test me. I don't want to be tested. The famous story that King David asked Hashem to test him, and then, unfortunately, he didn't live up to the test with the story with Bathsheba. And ever since then, we pray, please, don't test us. So, the Tanya introduces us to this idea of challenges that we should be you know, that we will interact, and then there's challenges that we should never even be faced with. For example, you know, eating something with the wrong intention is a challenge that we'll face. He calls it like a a demon that can have some association for you, like it's a negative energy that that will live around. But then there's certain things like an affair and other things that we should have so many boundaries in place that we never get to that place which he calls you know foreign demons in other words demons that should, he should have nothing to do with they, they don't belong in your universe a person has to set their life up that yes we're all going to struggle but to set guardrails that the struggles we're dealing with are not you know the kinds of things that a Jew deals with you know the famous thing you always hear Jews don't do those kind of things a Jew doesn't beat his wife um, a Jew should be ethical in business, whatever it is. There's certain things that we should not even be in the 
atmosphere of it, even getting close to it with a 10-meter pole. There's struggles that we all have, and that's what it is. But there's certain struggles that just are not okay. A violent temper. Lewdness. Immorality in business. Lack of boundaries in a relationship. Those are the kind of stuff that just... We shouldn't even be there. There's battles, we do battle. And we'll all have that. But then there's things that, if we find ourselves within them, we have to ask ourselves, how in the world did I get into such a mess? Why am I even in this place? I should never have allowed myself to go there in the first place.